the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. Jesus does not want to be the most important part of your life. Jesus wants to be your life. He wants all of who you are. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hello, I'm Jeff Day, president of Argosy University's Tampa and Sarasota campuses. If you're a member of the military, a military spouse, or a veteran interested in earning a college degree, we should talk. As a military-inclusive college, we are committed to providing support for your education and career goals. Our undergraduate and graduate degree programs are designed to prepare you for a variety of careers in psychology, counseling, education, business, and criminal justice. To learn more, go to argosy.edu slash tempa. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And a welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you so very, very much for joining me this afternoon. And uh, we welcome our listeners here in Columbus, Ohio, on The Word, 880 AM and 104.5 FM. But it's also our privilege to welcome our listeners in the Tampa, Florida area, also on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. It is such a privilege to be your host this afternoon. I think you're going to be very glad that uh, you tuned in this afternoon because I have a very special guest in the studio. Uh, He is an old friend. We go back to many, many years together. He is a prolific author. He has written more than 20 books. He is pastor of a wonderful church here in the Columbus area, First Baptist Church of Grove City. Been on the staff of Liberty University. Uh, Dave Early has done just about everything in the Christian world. 
Uh, he is a an expositor, preacher par excellence, and as I said, a great author. And he's got a brand new book. Dave Early, it is such a privilege to have you on the program Thank today. you, Bob. It's always good to talk to you. We go. We do go back a long time. 30 years. At, at least. Yeah. At least. Uh, we've laughed together and we've cried together a couple times. Yeah, you sent me some interesting members to my church when you were pastoring, and I sent you a few interesting <laughs> folks back. <laughs> it happens, doesn't it? Yeah, but you paid. Well, I, let's not get into that. Anyway, hey, Dave, you have a, a brand new book out uh, called Bible Promises to Live By. When I'm interviewing an author, which is not often, by the way, I don't, I do very few author interviews, very few, unless the book is I think really compelling. What I want to know first is what is the genesis of the book? Writing a book is hard work. What brought about Bible promises to live by? You know, when you go through seasons of life that uh, just things pile up and it becomes discouraging, you're looking for encouragement. Mm. And God's promises are an incredible source of continual encouragement for Christians. God has a promise for every need you face. And so how encouraging it is uh, to read the scriptures, the way the book's laid out. There's a promise and then a, a biblical example of somebody that applied that promise and and then a, a modern day example of applying that promise. And the point of, of every chapter is to bring encouragement to your heart. I love chapter 17, God's promise of maturity through adversity. Dave, is it necessary to go through adversity? I mean, is this just something that all of us as followers of Christ at one time or another are going to face? Absolutely. <laughs> There's no other way. That, that, that's not what the TV <laughs> evangelists say. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I hear this often. You know, if you sow your seed, if you have enough faith, if you say words of faith, You'll never have adversity. You won't be poor. You won't be sick. Your kids won't be sick. It's just not true, is it? No. And uh, God's much more interested in your character than he is your uh, your career or your uh, cash flow. He's interested yeah. in your character. Yeah. He's trying to develop you to become like his son. And that is the product of adversity. You know, I didn't plan on this, and I didn't warn you about this, and I probably should have. But since we're talking about adversity in your book, uh, Bible Promises to Live By by Dave Early. Uh, your family went through an incredible experience with your son, Andrew. Um, and I know that God did some incredible things. Would you just kind of walk our listeners through what Andrew and what your family went through? Well, about a year and a half ago, my son became very, very sick and uh, went into the hospital uh, with uh, severe pancreatitis and just incredible pain. He went in, and within 24 hours, the doctors calling my wife and myself into a meeting and telling us that he had uh, less than 50% chance to live if he didn't need an operation. Uh, within the next hour, they tell us he needs an operation. Mm -hmm. and, um, you do what, what the only thing you can do at that point. And that's cry out to God in prayer. And then through the power of Facebook, I posted a picture of him and asked people to pray. And it literally went viral. Thousands of people. Mm -hmm. In fact, a, a good story about that is uh, one of his uh, ICU nurses, who's very much not a believer, 
came into work a few days later and showed us on her phone it had been shared to her Facebook, uh, calling her to pray for him. Mm. It was uh, the people prayed all over the world. We would get uh, messages, you know, praying in Japan, praying mm. in Australia, praying in South Korea. He went through a series of six operations. Um, God definitely did a miraculous work in his life, and uh, thank God he's he's alive and well and at work today right now. I, I know for a long time it really didn't look like he was going to live, and you're pastoring here in Columbus, Ohio. He's in the hospital in Virginia. Yeah. How did you How did you handle that? long distance, your responsibilities of being pastor, and yet you're a dad, you want to be with your son? Well, uh, my wife was stayed with him the entire time, uh, nine months in the journey. Um, I would go back nine and months. forth. Yeah. Nine months. Yeah, we, and our church was phenomenal in praying for us and uh, understanding that I was gone about half the time. And I have a co-pastor, Jerry Neal, who's, who was the lead senior pastor for 30 some years and who's an incredible Christian leader, you know, Jerry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I do. So it worked out great. Church staff handled things and, um, you know, it's great being part of a, a good church family. Now, one of the reasons I brought that up, I wanted our listeners, because I, I know that someone listening to you and I here in Ohio or down in Florida, their family is going through a mm-hmm. life threatening situation. Um, and I wanted them to hear your story to, to get hope. But also, Dave, um, you've written a book on promises, Bible promises to live by. But I know you well enough. This is not theory. You've lived it. These are promises that we don't just talk about. They work. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. What are some of the promises that you and your family were clinging to when your son was clinging to life for such a long time? Well, you know, the promise of, of answered prayer, ask and it shall be given unto you. Um, you, you. You're just a child crying out to your father for mercy and grace and asking God to, to work. Uh, the promise of victory over fear. That if and, you know, the story used in that chapter is Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And God didn't protect them from the fire. God went with them through, through the, the fire. fire. Yeah. And, you know, to know that God is with us. And, and it was truly an everyday process, especially the first uh, three weeks um, in intensive care that you get up every day and just go, God, Truly, daily bread. Give us our daily bread today. Give us the grace and go with us through this journey. And he did. He absolutely did. We're talking with Dave Early. He is the author of a brand new book, Bible Promises to Live By. And you can get it at his website, Dave Early, and that's E-A-R-L-E-Y, DaveEarly.com, E-A-R-L-E-Y. Is that the best place to get it? Amazon's probably the best, simplest place Amazon, to get it. all right. Bible Promises to Live By by Dave Early, E-A-R-L-E-Y. We must take a break, and uh, we'll visit some more with Dave Early when we return. You're listening to Bobberty Live. Stay tuned.
This is AM. Joe Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. Chuck Swindoll, Bible teacher on Insight for Living. None of us wakes up feeling like an evangelist. But even so, no Christian gets a pass on the Great Commission. Jesus delivered not a suggestion, but a direct command to every believer to go and make disciples of all the nations. When you give your donation to Insight for Living Ministries, your financial gift is directly applied to telling others about Jesus and teaching new believers to study and to apply God's Word. And the doors are wide open to reach more people than ever before. To invest in the Great Commission with Insight for Living, give a donation today by calling 800-772-8888. That's 800-772-8888. Or go online to insight.org. I believe in the pronoun we. We need to make some changes here. Is way more inviting than a parent saying to a child, you need to turn that off and put that down. (laughs) Dr. Kathy Cook on Focus on the Family Minute. If we can use the we pronoun and model for our kids and let them even help us, because we are living and learning and working and loving in a community called the family, I do think putting it in another room, out of sight, out of mind, is valuable. I also find that having alternatives visible really matters for adults and for kids. So having a board game on the coffee table and a jigsaw puzzle on a card table in the corner and a Sudoku book and a coloring book and the colored pencils and a football, basketball, soccer ball at the back door so that we come in from church and we go, hey, let's go shoot hoops because we see that there's something else we can do. That's valuable for the parent and that's valuable for the child. One key to changing your child's tech habits, well, offer good choices. More from Dr. Kathy at FamilyMinute.org. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. That's right, Tampa Bay. If you have a cracked windshield and full coverage insurance, they can install a new one for free and buy back your old one for up to $100 cash on the spot. Call 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-G-L-A-S-S. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. Thousands of doctors, health specialists, and professionals recommend Balance of Nature as a way of improving their health. Listen to a few unsolicited success stories from doctors that use Balance of Nature as well. 
Scientific research has shown that many cancers and lifestyle diseases can be prevented with a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. This prevention comes from the phytochemicals in the plants. I take balance of nature because I know, I've seen it in my lab and I know that it works. I've seen the immune response increase, I've seen your DNA repair capacity increase and I've seen DNA protection. And that to me as a scientist rings so true. When you call, use discount code NOW, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code NOW. Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Well, friend, just remember this. As a believer in Christ... We are sinners saved by grace. Uh, now, if you don't have the Lord, you're a sinner lost. But thank God if you have Jesus, he's washed away your sin through the blood that he shed on the cross at Calvary. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. And again, it is uh, just a distinct honor and privilege to welcome you to the program and uh, it is also wonderful to welcome back Dave Early, who is the author of a brand new book, Bible Promises to Live By. You can order it on Amazon. His last name is Early, E-A-R-L-E-Y. Don't forget the E in, uh, in Early. Uh, Dave, how do you want this book to be used? Well, uh, people tell me that they've used this book and uh, others that I've written that are similar to it. For their their daily time with God. There's 21 chapters. They'll read a chapter a day, and that's part of their time they spend with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're short chapters that read easy, um, and so uh, get a good shot of encouragement and scriptural truth uh, to start their day. Uh, people use it for their life groups, their home Bible studies, their Sunday school classes. Pastors uh, use it for sermon series and and get a copy for everybody in the church. Um, People buy them as gifts to give to people because they are uh, encouraging. You know, there's things in there that that will grab you. Um, You know, the titles are Promise of Escape from Temptation, Victory Over Fear, Divine Guidance, Turning Bad into Good, Divine Provision, Sufficient Grace, Supernatural Support, Full Forgiveness, uh, Inner Strength, Answered Prayer, Unconditional Love, Comfort for the Brokenhearted, Peace Instead of Worry. Divine protection from enemy attack. Uh, just things that we all deal with. And uh, God has a promise for every need. You know, looking through the book, I am learning all kinds of things about you that I did not know. Uh, I have always known you as extremely high energy. But uh, you were diagnosed with chronic fatigue immune deficiency syndrome. Yes. Now and walk us through that. Well, that was uh, back when I was in my early 30s. And I... We just started church and about, uh, about 50 years ago. 
<laughs> a few years ago, not too many years ago. Uh, yeah. We started church, and um, it was growing, bought land. I was the general contractor, technically, on a uh, building, the first building. We moved into the building. It was immediately full, and then um, all sorts of things started happening. Uh, had issues in my extended family that were pretty painful, had uh, a downturn in the economy. In, in Columbus here, things changed for a couple big companies, and we had uh, some of our biggest givers in our church move away. Just a lot of things were going on, and then I just got I got the flu, and it didn't go away. It went on a week, and then two weeks, and then a month, and then six months, and it was a it was a three year really painful journey. I was in chronic pain, joints and muscles uh, constantly. I had a headache constantly. I was exhausted. I would uh, eventually I got. In the, it, when night would come, I would get really, really depressed. Uh, was this your Second Corinthians twelve thorn in the flesh story? Yeah, in 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 many ways, and you just find out God's grace is sufficient. And I had to come to a place really in my life where two things changed for me. My mom, who's a sweet little lady, came to the Lord later in life, pure faith. She wrote me a little note and said, "Dave, essentially, quit whining." <laughs> and uh, be thankful as only a mother could say quit whining yeah and and i just decided that i was going to turn everything into thanksgiving and i was going to uh tell god i would live for him if i never got better let me let me read a quote you talk about the frustration that you had and the frustration with god that you had at that time but then you said i'm glad that i did not quit reading my bible or praying a lot of people do. Yeah. When they go through those experiences, a lot of people quit. They give up on God. They they throw their Bible in a corner. They get mad. They get angry. Why didn't you? Well, you know, obviously the grace of God. Yeah, yeah. But I think I've learned that it's not any better without God. It's only, I mean, it's darker without God. Yeah. It's, it, even if... If you're just hanging on by a thread, it's better than, than just nothing. Mm -hmm. Going without God is, is just pure foolishness. Indeed. Indeed it is. Well, the name of the book is Bible Promises to Live By, and the author is here in the studio with me, Dave Early, E-A-R-L-E-Y. Uh, if you are interested in some of his other books, he's written several you can go to his website, Dave Early, and again, it's E-A-R-L-E-Y.com, DaveEarly.com. He's got about 20 books uh, that he has written. Uh, the Bible Promises to Live By, you can get that at Amazon. Um, your local bookstore would probably not have it on the shelf, but they can certainly order it for you if you have the title, Bible Promises to Live By, uh, by Dave Early. Uh, Dave, when one of our listeners gets your book, reads it, they're finished with it, they uh, they lay it on the shelf, what is the take-home that you want them to have when they've finished with it complete? What is it that you want them to remember? I think it'll stretch their faith. They'll see through these 21 Bible examples and 21 
contemporary examples that God is big enough to get you through your situation. You know, Mm -hmm. what we run into all the time in life is we've got this big situation, this big problem. Is God big enough? And the answer Mm -hmm. is God is big enough. And I I want them to come away from every chapter going, okay, God's big enough for this. Because he is. He's infinite. It's interesting that you would say that. My wife and I came through a difficult time not very long ago. Family issue. And um, she has a a plaque that you can write on with dry erase marker in the Mm -hmm. kitchen. And uh, at the beginning of the year, she put, God is big enough for 2018. And we see that every day in our kitchen, Dave. God is big enough. And he is. Whatever it is you're facing. Dave, thank you so much for coming in. Again, the book is Bible Promises to Live By. The author is Dave Early, E-A-R-L-E-Y. You can get it at Amazon or get it off of his website, DaveEarly.com. Bible Promises to Live By. Dave, it's always great to see you. Yeah. Thank you thank for you. coming by today. Yeah, thank you. Bobberty Live will continue. Don't you, don't, no, 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 no. Don't you dare go away. We'll return. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The White House says you can blame the Philadelphia Eagles for President uh, Trump's decision to cancel that uh, planned welcome at the White House today. That's after the team announced only at the last minute that almost no players would be in attendance. After promising several dozen of them last week, the White House spokeswoman Sarah Sanders said today move was not directly related to the president's belief that players should stand to honor the flag during the national anthem. Colorado baker Jack Phillips, the one who would not make a wedding cake for a same-sex wedding ceremony, says he does not discriminate against his customers. He said today that uh, he actually honors them, but he will not make cakes with various messages, not only pro-homosexual wedding cakes. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down about 14 points at the closing bell at 24,800. The NASDAQ was up 31. This is SRN News. Don't let the morning rush keep you from God's Word. Weekday mornings at 8, it's Moments of Hope with David Chadwick. Be the people of God. Love God and love your neighbor. And we will live as the republic that our founding fathers in God so desire. And at 8.30, Turning Point with David Jeremiah. Ever since my kids can remember, I've been telling them about Jesus and trying to lead them to Him. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill 
Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now, but they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. We've just received the news that your gift to Save the Children will now be doubled. That's right. Thanks to a generous private donor, every life-saving dollar you give will double to change the lives of children. Please call Save the Children right now. 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can give online at Save Children Today. Org. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Ask an attorney every Saturday at 8 a.m. I am 75 years old. I have been married for 24 years. I'm contemplating divorce. I know, you're laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I don't laugh at any of my callers, and I really sincerely try to help everybody I can. And there's no such thing as a dumb question and no such thing that would, would make me laugh, I don't think. Your question is on the will. Correct. If you get divorced, any provisions he made for you in the will become null and void. AM 570 and 910 WTBN. Hey, this is Bill Carl. The Bill Bunkley Show continues in just like a moment. On Get out of the summer heat in Tampa Bay and head to Europe for the Reformation Tour and River Cruise with Alistair Begg, July 31st through August 12th, visiting Prague, Budapest, I, and, of I course, Wittenberg. No, I, I have no idea who said this, but somebody said the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Again, I, I have no idea who said it, but there's a lot of truth to it. And I honestly believe that the mainline Protestant denominations in America are insane. Now, why do I say that? They continue to decline year after year after year. To my knowledge, and I, I believe I'm correct, Every single one of the mainline Protestant denominations 
Now, I'm not including the Southern Baptists in that. They're unique. They're a little different. But the mainline Protestant denominations, every single one of them has shown a decline in every measurable way. If there's a way to measure, a metric to measure, they have shown a decline every year for at least 40 to 50 years. Now, what do they all have in common? They continue to drift farther and farther to the left, theologically, socially. They continue to drift farther and farther away from the clear authority of the Scriptures. If you were to go back a hundred years, or maybe a little more, uh, you take all of the Presbyterians, all the Lutherans, um, all of the Methodists, uh, all of the mainline Protestant denominations, they would have differences in, in church polity. They might have differences in the way they conducted baptism. They would have minor differences. However, the one thing that they had in common is that they agreed that the Bible was the inspired, infallible, and inerrant Word of God. About a hundred years ago, about a hundred years ago, the mainline denominations began to get a little squishy, particularly on the inerrancy of the Bible. And they drifted farther and farther and farther to the left. And almost every year now, they go a little farther to the left. And every year they have their big annual conference a couple of them have biannuals, but most of them meet every year, every summer. And what do they do every single summer? Well, the first thing they do is sit around and go, well, we're smaller than we were last year. We've lost more churches than last year. We lost more members than last year. We lost more money than last year. Well, what is the answer? And they sit around and they talk and they dialogue and, uh, they drift a little farther to the left. <laughs> That's what is causing the decline. Can I prove it for you, sadly? Here is a headline. PCUSA lost nearly 5% membership in 2017. Over 800,000 decline in the last 10 years. This is the Presbyterian Church USA. Of all the Presbyterian denominations, this is probably the farthest left, the most liberal. And because they are the farthest left and the most liberal, they have shown the most decline. There is a direct correlation here. The more liberal, the more decline. The farther away from the authority of Scripture, the more decline. Here it is. Presbyterian Church USA has continued its years-long decline in numbers, losing nearly 5% of its membership in 2017 alone, according to recently released official statistics. The 2017 membership total is also a quarter million fewer than reported in 2014. So these figures are from 2017. In three years, they have lost a quarter of a million members in the PCUSA. 
And if you go back to 2000, to the year 2000, it is way over one million people that the PCUSA has lost. All right, it gets worse. In just one year, they lost 147 individual congregations. That's one year. 147 congregations they lost. It gets worse. Of the 147 that they lost, only 45 left to join another denomination. Okay? So you you with me? 45 said, you know what? We've had it. We can't take the liberalism anymore. We, We can't tolerate it anymore. And so, uh, therefore, we're leaving and we're, we're going to go to a more conservative denomination. That means that of the 147 that they lost, probably about 100 of them just shut their doors, ceased to exist because they lost so many people. Now, how are they responding? All right. This is what is sadly fascinating. General Assembly stated clerk J. Herbert Nelson II, who is now the head of the PCUSA, said this in response to these brand new statistics that this denomination continues to die. He said, quote, Church's leaving was a temporary roadblock. Our inability to share the faith, to demonstrate the power and justice of Jesus Christ in his church, to change a world where inequality, injustice, violence, and war seem to gain strength daily is a critical factor in our failure to grow. Now, that tells you a great deal there because they're putting their emphasis on, on political things, not real spiritual things. They're concerned about inequality and injustice, violence, and we should. We should be concerned about those things, but the answer is regeneration through Jesus Christ. And it goes on. Despite the news of further decline, Nelson said that he believed the PCUSA, and this is a quote, is not dying, but rather reforming. Excuse me? They've lost over a quarter of a million people just in recent years. They lost 5% of their total membership just in last year alone. They have consistently declined every year for at least 50 straight years. Not one year of growth in 50 years every year. And now that decline is becoming bigger and bigger, more and more rapid. But he says, we're not we're not dying, we're reforming. He went on. And that reformation must be built on a vision of God's kingdom. Now, I read that, I thought, well, that's a typo. They, no, it's, no, it's not a typo. This is a cutesy little new word that they've put together. Well, again, to be cute. He says, that reformation must be built on a vision of God's kingdom, That is compelling to people who find us lacking. He continued using the term kingdom intentionally in place of the usual kingdom. He said, 
We have that vision. It's part and parcel of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We simply need to find new ways to proclaim it and more importantly, live it out in our congregations. Well, I would suggest that rather than trying to find new ways, maybe they should go back to some of the old ways. And it gets worse. In addition to the decline in membership, number of churches, general income, etc., the PCUSA is now less racially diverse than at any time in recent history. So with all the talk about injustice, inequality, and so forth, they are actually less diverse than they used to be. The statistics were released in advance of the denomination's 223rd General Assembly, scheduled for June 16th to 23rd in St. Louis, Missouri. And again, they're going to meet in St. Louis. They're going to sit around, wring their hands, and say, well, we had another year. We declined again. We're dying. We're dying. We're dying. What do we do? Well, let's go farther to the left. Let's swing a little more to the liberal direction. Seriously? You know, what was that definition of insanity? Yeah, doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Now, I don't say that with any glee. It's sad. It is tragic. The church founded by John Knox and responsible for so many mission movements around the world and such incredible things for the kingdom of God has betrayed their wonderful heresy and betrayed the authority of Scripture, which is the crux. We need to take a break. Becky in Columbus, Ohio, please be patient. If you can wait through this short break, I will take you as soon as we return. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Again, that number works anywhere in the continental United States, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. This is AM8. Before lunch, enjoy God's Word. Weekdays at 11 a.m., it's In Touch with Charles Stanley. There's going to be a time in all of our lives when we will have heard the gospel for the last time. Do not resist God any longer. And at 11.30, Leading the Way with Michael Youssef. What type of phobia that is menacing you in your life? Identify it today and take it up and offer it to the Lord. I said, Lord, I want faith in you that can overwhelm my fears. Faith Talk, a.m. 570, a.m. 910, and f.m. 102.1. In my message today, we'll discover that... He's been your guide to God's Word for years, Chuck Swindoll. The lesson couldn't be more obvious. He helps you start your day, end your day, or get your inspiration in the middle of the day. The real goal of maturity is being able to handle things in the lurch from the divine perspective. And you can do it. Now, Insight for Living faces a financial challenge that could impact your ability to hear Chuck. Giving levels have dipped well below their capacity to maintain current ministries, and the need is nothing short of urgent by June 30th. You can give back to the man and the ministry that have encouraged you for years. No gift is too small. 
log on to insight.org. That's insight.org. Or call 800-772-8888 and tell them you're listening to Chuck on this station. 800-772-8888. And thank you. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. We tackle a lot of serious issues here at AM860, The Answer. Now let's discuss something I know you really care about, your money. No doubt by now you've accumulated a nest egg during your lifetime. Congratulations are in order, but now is the time to protect that money while still growing it. Folks, I'm here to tell you about Sagicor Life Insurance Company. Sagicor Life offers very attractive insurance products designed with you in mind, like products that give you a bonus day one. Provide tax-deferred growth or principal with absolutely no risk in case of a market downturn. Best of all... A tax-efficient way for you to maintain access to your money for emergencies or health care expenses. And should you never need your money, it can transfer to your beneficiaries tax-free. To learn more or to learn how life insurance and annuities can make your life better, get in touch with my friends at Sagicor Life. Call 813-387-5590 and ask for Michael Simpson. That's 813-387-5590 or Google SagicorLifeUSA.com. This is a paid endorsement. Products have limitations and restrictions, including surrender charges, and are not available in all states. Sagicor not licensed in Alaska, Connecticut, Maine, and New York. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. I was diagnosed with congestive heart failure. I went from being able to work 14, 16 hours a day with no problem to where I could barely walk a block to the store. I went on to the phytonutrients about six months ago, and within a couple of months, my medical doctor had cut my prescriptions down in a, a little bit smaller dosage. The next time I went back a month later, I walked into the doctor's office, and he says, My gosh, what's happened to you? You don't even look like the same person. He looked at my legs and the swelling had gone down. My blood pressure was down. The venous stasis ulcers that I had had on my legs for the last four or five years because of the poor circulation were all healed, and I'm feeling far better. When you call, use discount code NOW, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code NOW. Saturday afternoons at 5. Join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. So what we're seeing here is just an amazing explosion of new evidence and new analysis showing that it doesn't fit the Darwinian theory by any way, shape, or form. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday afternoons at 5 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Head to the Holy Land with Tony and Lois Evans. I'm Bill Carl, and the Bill Bunkley Show continues in just a moment. November 7th through 16th, Tony and Lois Evans 
leading the Experience Israel Tour with a bunch of your very best friends from across the country. Learn more at letstalkfaith.com or call 855-448-7226. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I would love it if you would follow us on Twitter at Bob Bernie Live, and that's B-U-R-N-E-Y. I would also be deeply honored if you would like us on Facebook. And just go to Facebook and in the uh, search, type in Bob Bernie Live, B-U-R-N-E-Y, Bob Bernie Live. And when that page pops up, just hit like, and you'll become one of the cool kids. Ah, You'll become one of our family. Uh, You can follow the stories. Almost all the stories that we will talk about today are posted on the Facebook page. And if you want to communicate, yeah, you can do that there as well. Bobberty Live Facebook, just hit like. All right, I promised that as soon as we came back, we would go to Becky in Columbus, Ohio, and we're going to do that. Hi, Becky, you're on Bobberty Live. Welcome, and thank you for being patient. Oh, yes, definitely. Well, thank you for taking my phone call, Bob. I Certainly. I apologize ahead of time if you can't hear me very well. It's raining pretty good. I'm on my way home and just caught you on the radio. I can hear you well. Wonderful. I, I just wanted to know if you would comment on a couple of points. First of all, thank you for the topic that you're talking about. And I'd like you to talk about the fact that the Bible, from the Genesis to Revelation, that all of it is God's Word, and it's all inerrant. There are no errors anywhere in it. It's completely perfect. So often I hear people talk about the red letters or just what Jesus said, as if you know, Jesus, you know, he's God, and he wrote the entire Bible. That seems to be lacking the knowledge of that. Um, so yeah, you're, you're I wonder so, if you would comment on that. Yeah, you're so right. What you're talking about, there was a group that, that popped up a few years ago, Tony Campolo and uh, I think Jim Wallace was a part of that. There were several. Yeah. And, and they called themselves red-letter Christians. And the red letters, of course, if, if you have a red-letter edition, the words of Christ, the words of Jesus are in red in the New Testament, in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And uh, they basically said that because Jesus is the Son of God, God himself, his words are far more important than all the other words. And the other words are important, but they're not as important as the red letters. And so if we really just hone in and focus on the words of Jesus, and not only the words of Jesus, but predominantly the words of Jesus, uh, then you're you know going to understand Christianity better and so on. The problem with that is that denies the very doctrine of inspiration. 2 Timothy 3.16 says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and the word inspiration there in the Greek literally means the breath of God. Every single word is breathed out by God, inspired by God. So Paul was certainly not Jesus, but the words of Paul are equal in authority to the words of Jesus, because they were all equally inspired by the Holy Spirit. The words of Peter are equally authoritative with the words of Jesus. The words of Matthew are equally inspired to the words of Jesus. That is not to diminish the authority of the words of Jesus, but it is just to realize that all Scripture is equally inspired. You can't pick and choose which the parts that you like. 
Absolutely, and you articulated that so well. Uh, you know, from Genesis to Revelation, all of it is God's Word, yeah. not not just the New Testament and not just the words that Jesus spoke, because Jesus is God. The entire Bible was written by him in, in that sense through his Spirit. And the other thing that I've heard recently, which is similar to what you're talking about, is the idea of spot inerrancy. I just heard that the other day for the first time, uh, and it just, it's heartbreaking to me that... <laughs> that we as a as the church are falling for these lies. Yeah. The only parts of the Bible are inerrant. Um, well, it's it, it's so. the old argument, you know, uh, where people say, I believe the, the Bible contains the Word of God. Well, that right. is light years away from saying the Bible is the Word of God. If you say Absolutely. the Bible contains the Word of God, well, then you're implying that it contains other things as well. Uh, a lot of people say, well, the Bible is inspiring well, so is poetry. You know, I think a beautiful sunset is inspiring, but it's not equal in authority to what God has said. And that's, you know, when when people ask me, and they ask me all the time, Bob, you know, we're looking for a new church. What question should we ask? Number one, top question that you ask when you visit a church, find someone who knows, one of the leaders of the church, the pastor, one of the leaders, and just simply ask them, do you believe here at this church that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, and inerrant Word of God? If they hesitate in the least on any of those, be kind, be gracious, and walk out the door. Because you've you've got to have all three. It is not enough that the Bible is inspiring. It's got to be inspired. It's not enough that it is infallible. It also must be inerrant. It has no errors. It cannot fail. And every word in the original languages have been inspired by the Holy Spirit of God. He used human instruments, and the Holy Spirit is brilliant enough that he could actually use the personality of the writers, but he inspired every single word. And therefore, it's inspired, infallible, and it's inerrant. Becky, thanks so much. I I am honored that uh, you called me while you're driving. Be safe and uh, stay dry in these storms, all right? All right, you're listening to Bobberty Live. We're going to take a quick break. I would love to hear from you. You know, maybe you don't agree with that. That's fine. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com. Thewordcolumbus.com. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Why would any city punish the biggest companies in town by imposing a tax on every job those businesses create? That's the question raised by a bipartisan coalition seeking to overturn the newly imposed head tax in Seattle. This effort to repeal this obnoxious scheme in a voter referendum has already drawn strong support. Meanwhile, nearby Tacoma isn't hesitating with its own effort to lure frustrated Seattle businesses to relocate to a friendlier environment. Instead of a new tax of $275 per job, they'd get a $275 tax credit for each new job. While Seattle leftists punish job creators to fund more homeless services, engaged voters and free market incentives can still overrule them. I'm Michael Medved.
the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The White House is blaming the Philadelphia Eagles for President Trump's decision to cancel a planned White House event celebrating the team's Super Bowl championship. White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders says the team last Thursday notified the White House that 81 individuals would attend. In the end, she says the Eagles offered to send only a tiny handful of representatives to the event while making clear that the great majority of players would not attend. Instead, President Trump held what he called a celebration of America. It is my great pleasure to welcome everyone to the White House for this patriotic celebration. Beautiful, beautiful day and a beautiful celebration. Mr. Trump did not mention the Eagles. He accused players of abandoning their fans because many had said they wouldn't show up. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell will keep the Senate in session most of August to deal with a growing backlog of work. Including working on nominations, which he accuses Democrats of obstructing. I hope we'll get greater cooperation, but everybody should anticipate that we will be here as I announced today. Democrats have different ideas. Chuck Schumer says they'll use the time to deal with the number one concern of Americans. And one that Republicans have badly mishandled up to this point. Health care. Among Schumer's goals, expanding access to Medicare and lowering the skyrocketing costs of prescription drugs. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Medicare's financial problems have gotten worse and Social Security's can't be ignored forever. The government's annual assessment is a sobering checkup on programs vital to the middle class. The report from program trustees says Medicare will become insolvent in 2026, three years earlier than previously forecast. The report says Social Security will become insolvent in 2034. That's no change from the projection last year. Mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow is down by 14 points, but the Nasdaq up by 31 and the S&P advanced too. More on these stories at townhall.com. Okay, I have to admit it. I get a real kick out of reading all the testimonials of people who are now out of pain because of relief factor. Michael Medved here again, and I've never been more serious than when I tell people they can lower or even eliminate their pain with the help of Relief Factor. 100% drug-free, just 95 cents a day to see if you can get out of pain, too. You have nothing to lose but your pain and the whole world to gain. The three-week quick start starts at 19.95 at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Your love of the outdoors led you to buy a fishing boat. And your love of your boat led you to turn a day on the water into a four-day trip, which led you to a record-breaking trout and a bubbling lava-hot sunburn, which led you to a new respect for proper sun care technique. Fortunately, your love of your fishing boat also led you to protect it with progressive boat insurance, which you got indoors because of that sunburn. Ouch. I want to put some aloe on that. Visit Progressive.com to cover the things you love. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Correspondent Gene Johnson reports Facebook has issued a response to the lawsuit filed by Washington State's Attorney General Bob Ferguson. Facebook says the lawsuit raises important issues and the company looks forward to resolving the lawsuit. It has also taken recent steps to improve the transparency of political ads on its site, including publishing a searchable archive of political ads. Ferguson charged the companies failed to maintain information about political advertising as required by Washington state law. 
That law requires the companies to maintain information about buyers of political ads, the cost, and how they pay for it. Immigration officials expect charges, including identity theft and tax evasion, after making more than 100 arrests at an Ohio landscaping company. No criminal charges have been filed yet against Corso's Flower and Garden Center. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Wells Fargo is exiting retail banking operations in three Midwestern states as the beleaguered company follows through on previous plans to reduce the number of locations it has open. The San Francisco-based bank says it will sell 52 retail bank branches in Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Ohio to a Flagstar Bancorp subsidiary, as well as several branches in Wisconsin. Financial terms were not disclosed. Almost 500 employees will get job offers from Flagstar. The bank will maintain some commercial lending, wealth management, retail brokerage, and home lending operations in the four states. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting, Wells Fargo and Company has said it will reduce to approximately 5,000 the branches it operates by the end of 2020. The 131-year-old Rawlings Sporting Goods Company is being sold to a private equity fund for about $395 million. And that equity fund includes Major League Baseball. More on these stories at townhall.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. You have to be mindful when you get hooked up with the devil. It's not going to work out. You're not going to get away with it. But John 10, 10 says he came to steal, kill, and destroy you. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Chuck Swindoll, Bible teacher on Insight for Living. You've likely heard my recent comments about the urgency of our financial needs. The next few days will determine the future of Insight for Living Ministries. We have a long way to go. To respond to the urgent need facing Insight for Living, give a donation right now. The deadline is June 30th. Call 800-772-8888 or go online to insight.org. Finding Faith Together, the new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. This is Bob Bernie filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley here on Faith Talk 570 FM 102.1 and AM 910. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, it is again my privilege to welcome you to Bobberty Live this afternoon. And I'd love to welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. It is, uh, it is indeed a privilege to be filling in for Bill Bunkley while uh, he is fighting cancer. Uh, we are hoping that Bill will be able to return soon. He is improving. We're very thankful for that. Not quite ready to come back on the air, but we hope that will be very, very soon. So those of you listening in the Tampa area, it is just a real privilege to be uh, filling in for uh, for Bill Bunkley while, uh, while he's battling cancer. And then, of course, it's my privilege to welcome my audience up here in Columbus, Ohio, and the word 880 a.m., and 104.5 FM as well. And may I remind you, we are on Facebook, and uh, it would be just wonderful if you would follow us on Facebook. Well, you don't follow on Facebook. You follow on Twitter. Uh, You like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook. 
Type in Bob Bernie, B-U-R-N-E-Y, live. Bob Bernie live. you got to put the live on. And then when you get there, just hit like. That makes you a part of our family. Uh, most of the stories we'll be talking about today will be posted there. And if you want to communicate with us, if you have a complaint, uh, that's that's a good way to communicate with us. And yes, we will, in fact, I will respond to you personally. Um, if you do the Twitter thing, if you are a tweeter, my uh, Twitter handle is at Bob Bernie Live, and I would be deeply honored if you would follow me. And again, that's Bob Bernie, B-U-R-N-E-Y Live. Uh, just before the break, we were talking about the PCUSA, which is just a unbelievably sad and tragic story. This once great denomination, and, and by the way, I, I need to very quickly add and emphatically add, there are several very conservative Presbyterian groups. Uh, they're not as big as the PCUSA, although... As we were talking about before the break, the PCUSA gets smaller every year. Last 10 years, they have lost 800,000 people. The conservative Presbyterian groups are growing, at least most of them. Doesn't that tell you something? I mean, seriously. You have a group that is dying, that is liberal. You have groups that are growing that are conservative. You have groups that are dying that are denying the infallibility and the inerrancy of Scripture. You have groups that are growing that affirm the infallibility and the inerrancy of Scripture. (laughs) Isn't that pretty plain? I mean, is this brain surgery? And, And yet... These mainline Protestant denominations will get together this summer, have their annual conference. They will sit around, moan and cry and whine. We've declined again. We've declined. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And they'll come up with a slick uh, PR campaign. They'll come up with a slogan, a PR campaign, or, you know, well, we need to do some new things, whatever. The answer is real repentance before God Admit, God, we have we have gone we have fallen away from Your Word. Contrast. Now, I'm getting to get another group here, but the way my mind works, I'll forget. Contrast. What is going to happen at almost, if not all, of the mainline Protestant denominations' summer conferences? And almost all of them have a summer conference somewhere. Contrast what will happen there with what's going to happen, I think, next week with the Southern Baptists. Now, what do I mean by that? The Southern Baptist Convention is facing somewhat of a crisis. Uh, One of the best-known old warhorses leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention just last week was fired from his position with Southwestern Seminary. And it has caused an enormous amount of controversy within the convention. Should he be fired? You know, are, are the charges true? You know, are they trumped up? You know, whatever. Um, but it has uh, another uh, another one of the t- top leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention 
It was found that he had some uh, moral shortcomings, and uh, he was either forced to resign or resign from a very powerful position with the SBC just a few weeks ago. So the the Me Too movement um, of accusations of of inappropriate behavior, uh, sexual abuse, and and so on has has hit the Southern Baptist Convention. Now, I don't know this positively, but here's what I believe will happen at the Southern Baptist Convention. There will be a strong, powerful, unapologetic call for repentance. I've already read some of the top leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention. Al Mohler has written on this. Al Mohler is the president of Southern Seminary. One of the bright lights in the Southern Baptist Convention, Al Mohler. Al Mohler has written, the judgment of God is coming upon our convention. We have not been diligent enough in protecting women. We have not been diligent enough in reporting sexual abuse and so forth. We have not been diligent enough in making sure that our leadership is pure before God and respecting all people, especially women, And because of that, the judgment of God is falling upon us. We have forgotten some of our foundational principles. Al Mohler has written uh, in that vein. Several other Southern Baptist leaders have as well. I can almost guarantee you that a huge emphasis in the Southern Baptist Convention, their annual meeting, and I, I think that's next week, is going to be repentance before God. Some of the top leaders, uh, Tuesday night of the convention is always the night when the when the luminaries of the convention preach. You know, the big names, the big guys, you know, they preach on Tuesday night. I have read from several of the top leaders in the Southern Baptist Convention saying, you know what, with what we're facing, let's forget about the preaching Let's have a time of prayer and repentance. And you know what? I believe God will honor that. If if you look at the history of the nation of Israel, if you, I mean, if you look at the at the history of the nation of Israel through the Old Testament, there is a pattern. I mean, it is so clear this pattern. Uh, God blesses them. They serve God, they honor God, and in time they begin compromising, compromising on truth, God's standards, God's principles, and it's not long before they're following false gods. I mean, how many times that happened in the Old Testament? Now, what happens? God sends disease, pestilence. God sends an enemy to wipe them out. The result? They come to a place of repentance. That happens over and over and over again. So many people love to quote Second Chronicles 7.14, and it's a wonderful, wonderful verse. But most do not understand the context. And I'll tell you what, I've, I've got to take a break. I don't want to be late for this break. When we come back, let's look at the context of Second Chronicles 7.14. We hear it quoted constantly, but few people know what the context is. The main line 
Protestant Christian denominations in America need to understand the context of 2 Chronicles 7.14. All right, we'll talk about that when we return. Hey, Kevin McCullough, how's your endurance? You know, for those really tough things that you go through and you feel like, ah, I just am at my wit's end. Well, we've got encouragement for you coming up on the Uncontainable Podcast. Because Dr. Greg Laurie, Dr. Alistair Begg, and Dr. Philip DeCourcy all join us to tell us how we can and should endure through those uh, very difficult times. The power to endure on the next Uncontainable on ChristianRadio.com and this station's website. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Let's face it. We live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news. And fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for, or they're not licensed at all, compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey called 888-8-SPARKY. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Why would any city punish the biggest companies in town by imposing a tax on every job those businesses create? That's the question raised by a bipartisan coalition seeking to overturn the newly imposed head tax in Seattle. This effort to repeal this obnoxious scheme in a voter referendum has already drawn strong support. Meanwhile, nearby Tacoma isn't hesitating with its own effort to lure frustrated Seattle businesses to relocate to a friendlier environment. Instead of a new tax of $275 per job, they'd get a $275 tax credit for each new job. While Seattle leftists punish job creators to fund more homeless services, engaged voters and free market incentives can still overrule them. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. 
I'm Mark Gastineau. I played in the NFL for 10 years. I was diagnosed with CTE, with dementia, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's. The fruits and vegetables that we take from Balance of Nature is the best thing that we could ever do. And I'm calling in now to order extra because my wife has been taking mine because she sees a difference in me. It is a wonderful thing that Balance of Nature is doing. I hear the testimonies on the radio, but I'm a testimony for myself. And the fruits and vegetables, if I don't take them every single day, my day is not going to go the same. So God bless you, and thank you for what you've done for my wife and I. When you call, use discount code NOW, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code NOW. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 730, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. And I'm going to make something absolutely clear. I'm not an authority on anything. I'm not an expert on anything. But I do have a Bible that has the answers to all of life's problems. I've got stories in front of me today about the decline of mainline Protestant denominations in America. They're all declining, every single one of them without exception. All of the mainline Protestant denominations are declining, and they have been for 40 to 50 years. And I know what the answer is. Again, not because I'm real smart or I'm an expert. I read my Bible. Now, let me take you to Second Chronicles 7. We hear Second Chronicles 7.14 quoted all the time. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and so forth. But most people do not understand the context. Let me quickly give you the context and why this is applicable to denominations in America today. In Second Chronicles chapter 7, the temple of God has just been finished. That's the temple that David desperately wanted to build, but God wouldn't allow him to build it. So through the rest of his life, David made plans as a preparation for the temple, knowing that his son would one day build the house of God. Solomon does that. Second Chronicles 7, verse 1. Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. Until that time, this was just a beautiful building. 
I mean, it was breathtaking with the gold, the silver, the wood, and so forth. It was breathtaking in its architecture, but it was just a building until the fire of God came. The Spirit of the Lord, the glory of the Lord filled the house, and at that moment, it became the temple. Verse 3, and when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, He is good for his mercy endureth forever. That begins a seven-day-long celebration. I mean, it was a party, and I say that respectfully. It was a seven-day-long, unbelievable, incredible celebration that the presence of God was right there in the midst in the Holy of Holies in the temple. Verse 8, same time Solomon kept the feast seven days, and all Israel with him, a very great congregation from the entering of Hamath onto the river of Egypt. Jump down to verse 10. And on the three and twentieth day of the seventh month, he sent the people away into their tents. After seven days, it was a seven-day unbelievable worship service. He sent the people away into their tents, glad and merry in heart for the goodness that the Lord had showed unto David and to Solomon and to Israel, his people. It was one of the most incredible worship services in the history of mankind. Verse 11, thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house, and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord in his own house, he prosperously effected. So that's verse 11. The temple has just been built, finished, dedicated. The glory of God came. Seven days of worship. And at the end of those seven days, Solomon says, okay, you can go back home. And everyone went back home rejoicing and worshiping God. In the very next verse, verse 12. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I've heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. What? Say, what? They just had this incredible celebration of praise and, and worship, and the people are, are in tune with God, and they're, they've, they've been gathered around the temple and praising God. And immediately God says, uh, Solomon, I know these people, it's not going to last. And you know what? It probably won't be long before I'll have to uh, shut up heaven, send a drought, command locusts to devour the land, and send pestilence among my people. Isn't that amazing? God knew his people. I mean, Solomon is going, isn't this great? This is wonderful. We finally built the temple. And God says, hey, uh, don't, don't get too excited because sadly, I know these people better than you do. And it won't be long before they'll be chasing after other gods again. And they will forget what happened here the last seven days. And because of their sin and their disobedience and their rebellion, I will be forced once again, because how many times did God do that? I will be forced once again to bring judgment upon them. Now we come to Second Chronicles 7.14. That is the context. God says to Solomon, 
when my people turn their back on my word and I am forced to judge them, here is the remedy. Here is what you do. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. God says, this is the remedy. When I remove my hand of blessing and I put my hand of judgment upon you, here's what you do. You repent. You face your sin. That's exactly what the mainline Protestant denominations in America need to do. They have forsaken the Word of God. They have questioned the authority of the Word of God. They have abandoned the inerrancy of Scripture. They have compromised truth. They have compromised with the world. They have forgot about holiness and godliness. And the judgment of God is upon them. And for 50 years, they have continued to decline and decline and decline and decline. And yet they're unwilling to read the remedy. The remedy is not get together in a big conclave, a big convention, and say, well, what can we do? Well, let's come up with some new ideas. Let's uh, let's come up with some catchy phrases. Let's uh, hire a PR company. Um, you know, let's, let's start some new programs. Let's get more high tech. God has the answer here. And, and like I said, listen, the Southern Baptist Convention is not perfect. And I was not raised in the Southern Baptist Convention, so I don't have a dog in this fight. But I believe that is what they will do in about a week. They will follow this formula. They've got problems in the SBC. Some of their leaders have been fired in disgrace. Some scandal has been uncovered. And I hope and I believe that they will follow the formula in 2 Chronicles 7.14. They will humble themselves... They will pray, seek God's face, turn from their wicked ways. God promises, if anyone does that, any people, any nation, he will hear and he will heal. All right, we'll take a break and we'll be back. 877-BOB-LIVE. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Lava from the Kilauea volcano destroyed hundreds of homes in a mostly rural area on the Big Island of Hawaii overnight. The destruction is the largest number of destroyed homes since the eruption began last month. A spokeswoman for Hawaii County says an exact count of destroyed homes has yet to be determined. No injuries were reported in the area, which had previously been evacuated. President Trump is urging Californians to vote Republican in the state's gubernatorial and congressional primaries. Trump tweeted Tuesday, quote, In high-tax, high-crime California, be sure and get out the vote for Republican John Cox for governor, unquote. He also plugged California's GOP congressional candidates, naming Congressman Kevin McCarthy and House Intelligence Committee Chairman Devin Nunes. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 14 points. The Nasdaq rose 31. The S&P advanced 2. More details at srnnews.com. 
Catch your second wind with encouragement from Scripture. Weekdays at 2 p.m. It's Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. Whatever happens in the morning and the afternoon and night, all may change, but Jesus never. And at 2.30, verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. When it comes to obedience to God's Word, is do what the Word says and let the chips fall where they may. Strength throughout the day. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. We've just received the news that your gift to Save the Children will now be doubled. That's right. Thanks to a generous private donor, every life-saving dollar you give will double to change the lives of children. Please call Save the Children right now. 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can give online at SaveChildrenToday.com. J. Vernon McGee told the story of a converted Irish boxer who became a preacher. Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. This preacher happened to be in a new town when he was accosted by a couple of thugs who knew nothing of his background. One of the thugs took a swing and struck a blow on one side of the ex-boxer's face. Preacher sort of shook it off and said nothing as he stuck out his jaw to the other guy. So the other fellow took another glancing blow on the other side. At that point, the preacher swiftly took off his coat, rolled up his sleeves, and announced, The Lord gave me no further instructions. Whop! (laughs) There's something about that story that just makes me smile. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. 
Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com, thewordcolumbus.com. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, that is my goal, that is my desire, to look at the news around us always from a biblical worldview. And again, it is such a privilege to welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida, on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. And uh, I'd love to hear from our Florida listeners. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. I know that's not the number you are accustomed to, but I guarantee it will work. 877 bob live Eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three, and of course we love to hear from our Columbus listeners as well on the word eight eighty a.m. and one hundred four point five FM, and uh, that's why we're going to go next to Diana in Newark, Ohio. Hi, Diana. Welcome. I'm honored that you called today. Hi, Bob. I just wanted to make a statement about the Presbyterian Church mission in China. I was shocked to find out this information when I did research on North Korea's president last year. His grandfather was one of the first missionaries in China as a Presbyterian missionary. And Kim's father was exposed to the gospel, but he didn't like it. He didn't like going to church. So you can see how God is working in that country, even though Kim is so hostile to Christians. His great-grandfather, I'm sorry, his grandfather, I believe, was one of the first missionaries to do successful church planting. Seriously? Seriously? I I did not know that. Kim Jong-un's grandfather was a missionary to China. Was either his grandfather or his great grandfather, but okay. I know that his father, who established uh, North Korea, I'm sorry, he he, is, he did missionary work in Korea, in the Korean area, and I believe also in China. But okay. his father, who established North Korea, was also exposed to the Christian message, but he hmm. didn't like church at all. My goodness, so well, I just there... wanted to share that with you. Well, thank you. There is such a contrast between North and South Korea. The gospel is alive and well in South Korea. I mean, a couple of the largest churches in the world uh, are in South Korea, and yet right across that demilitarized zone is this atheistic country where there are... Well, there are estimates up to over 100,000 political prisoners, and many of them are in prison because of their faith. Uh, I mean, you go to prison for years for possessing a Bible, for going to church, uh, for telling someone about Jesus. So, well, I did not know that about Kim Jong-un and uh, his family background. I'll have to check that out. I appreciate it. 
Thank you, Diana. God bless you. All right, again, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. And again, the reason I bring these things up about the mainline Protestant denominations is because of their their rich history, their their heritage. Uh, I was in Scotland a few years ago, and of course that's the, the home of John Knox. John Knox was the founder of the Presbyterian Church. What a godly, godly man John Knox was. And Scotland has an unbelievable spiritual history. If you want, if you want a fascinating study, study the Covenanters of Scotland. The Covenanters of Scotland. I won't go into all the details, but if you want just a, a wonderfully inspirational story, uh, thousands and thousands of Scots were martyred, killed, horribly killed, because they stood on principle the Word of God. And again, I won't I won't go into all the details, but. Um, Anyway, I was there with a friend who was uh, about to film a documentary on the uh, the Covenanters. And uh, one of the things that I, I wanted to do is go to St. Giles Cathedral in, um, that's Edinburgh. Uh, that was where John Knox was pastor. Yeah, St. Giles, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Uh, so my friend and I, we, you know, we go, and this is, I mean, John Knox, how many Christian leaders over the last 500 years was more famous than John Knox? And especially in his own home country of Scotland and his own hometown of, of Edinburgh. So we made our way to St. Giles Cathedral. And uh, we we walked in, and I'm looking for, you know, a bust of John Knox. I'm looking for a statue of John Knox. I'm I'm looking for a picture of John Knox. Nowhere. In the lobby, it's well, it's kind of a lobby. It's an old cathedral. Uh, was a huge United Nations World Heritage Site display. St. Giles Cathedral has been deemed a United Nations World Heritage spot, so it's protected by international law and so forth. And so, um, I asked someone, do, "Is do you have any acknowledgement of of John Knox?" I mean, this this was his church. This is where he pastored, John Knox. I mean, the, the famous leader. And uh, I, I remember who the guy was, custodian or something. He says, oh, well, yeah. And he took us way, way around, around the, the, the sanctuary and around through this and around this hall and down this hall and down this hall and down this hall. And in a dark, unlit corner was an old bust of John Knox. Dusty. It had been placed way, way back in a dark, dingy, dusty quarter. And that was the only acknowledgement that John Knox had any relationship with that church. And then we asked, uh, isn't John Knox buried here? Where is where is the grave of John Knox? Are you ready for this? He was buried in the courtyard of the church. You know, back whenever he died, when was that? 1500s, I think. Um, <laughs> could be off on that. Uh, they said, well, he was uh, buried in the courtyard of the church. I said, well, where's his grave? Well, that's a problem. Um, many years ago, we needed parking, and so they uh, they paved over it. Now, it wasn't with 
asphalt. It was with pavers, like like bricks. And uh, they just paved over his grave. I said, you mean cars are parking on John Knox's grave? Yeah. I said, well, I'd still like to see it. Where is it? Are you ready for this? The guy at the church says, well, there used to be a plaque in the middle of the parking lot designating his grave, but it's been gone for a long time. And to be honest with you, I don't think anybody really knows or remembers where it is. Seriously? They don't even know where his grave is. They park cars out there. That is what they have done to the legacy of John Knox. Now, sadly, the liberal wing of the Presbyterian Church, I'm not talking about the conservatives. You know, the PCA, Presbyterian Church of America, is one of the conservative branches, and there are several others as well. They're they're smaller, but they are Bible-believing, solid, conservative Presbyterian groups, all right? I, I want to make that absolutely clear. But the liberal group, well, they haven't paved over the grave of John Knox, but they have abandoned their spiritual heritage, their legacy. The liberal wing of the Lutherans have done the same thing with the legacy of Martin Luther. Luther, great man, a little strange. I mean, seriously, if you read an honest biography of Martin Luther, he was a weird dude. I mean, he was. But God used him in an unbelievably powerful way. He did, weird as he was. In fact, God has this habit of using eccentric, weird, strange people. Have you ever noticed that? (laughs) I mean, through history, that's why there's a... There's some hope for me and maybe for you. But you think of the, the, the heritage, the liberal wing of the Methodists, the Wesleys, godly, godly men, and what an unbelievable spiritual heritage the Methodist Church has. The liberal wing of the Methodist Church has completely abandoned their spiritual legacy and their spiritual heritage. It's just really, really sad. Now, let me just say this quick, and then we'll take a break. I had another story here on denominations. Uh, the headline, United Methodist Annual Conferences Meet with Position on Homosexuality, Uncer- homosexuality Uncertain. Uh, the United Methodists are going to be debating once again the whole issue of homosexuality. This began in the United Methodist Church back in 1972. That's when the real debate in the United Methodist Church began, 1972. The uh, Book of Discipline was changed. Language was added back in 1972 to deal with the issue. Fast forward to 2018. It has been debated every year with great fervor since 2016. A uh, commission was established in 2016 called the Commission on a Way Forward. It's been over two years, almost three years, and they still have no clue what they're going to do about it. My advice, they're not asking. All right? They're not asking. But my advice, get some guts, take a vote, and deal with the consequences. If the liberals win in the vote, 
then the Bible believers can say, well, we're sorry, we, uh, you know, we hate to leave, but we're out of here. If the conservatives win the vote, well, praise God. And they deal with the liberals. But my goodness, this has been bounced around since 1972. There has been a specific commission since 2016. They have met over and over and over again, and they still have no answer whatsoever. Get some guts. Take a vote. And then deal with the consequences. It's not going to happen. Sadly. All right. We'll uh, we'll change gears when we come back. You're listening to Bobberty Live. My number is 877 Bob Live. We'll return. An early start with God's Word. Weekday mornings at 6, it's Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. There is no condemnation for those who know Christ Jesus. That salvation is forever. And it's 6.30, Grace to You with John MacArthur. God is choosing an heir. Think of your salvation that way. He chose you to be an heir of everything that He possesses. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Chuck Swindoll, Bible teacher on Insight for Living. None of us wakes up feeling like an evangelist. But even so, no Christian gets a pass on the Great Commission. Jesus delivered not a suggestion, but a direct command to every believer to go and make disciples of all the nations. When you give your donation to Insight for Living Ministries, your financial gift is directly applied to telling others about Jesus and teaching new believers to study and to apply God's Word. And the doors are wide open to reach more people than ever before. To invest in the Great Commission with Insight for Living, give a donation today by calling 800-772-8888. That's 800-772-8888. Or go online to insight.org. I'm Bill Carl, and you know, for years we've been helping families just like yours with half price tuition to great Christian schools at ChristianTuitions.com. And for years, parents have asked, is this for real? It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half price tuition mm-hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I, this is, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. And you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you, because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. So hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. The Bible says that God created mankind in his own image. Unfortunately, many people try to create God in their own image. That's what the great preacher G. Campbell Morgan meant when he said, A man's concept of God creates his attitude toward the hour in which he lives. In other words, our concept of God is often directly related to our personal circumstances. That kind of thinking leads to a roller coaster spiritual life. When our circumstances are good, we think of God as good. 
and the opposite when our circumstances are bad. But the Bible says God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover who God truly is on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Message and data rates may apply. Texting and rolls for recurring text messages. Happy Father's Day, Happy Dad. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day, honey. Oh, thanks, guys. I love the gifts. And guess what? This Father's Day, I got a special gift for the whole family. Oh, something for us? Yep. I got Z quiet for my snoring problem. I figured it was about time I admitted my snoring was keeping all of us from getting a restful night's sleep. Well, I think I'm going to love Father's Day even more now. Hi, I'm Dan. As founders of Z Quiet, my wife Trina and I know the disruption and lack of sleep snoring causes. That's why we developed an amazing solution called Z Quiet. Z Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. This Father's Day, give everyone a gift they really want and need a great night's sleep. Try Z Quiet for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com. Saturday mornings at 1030, join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. That's where you have to really manage drastic body or form transformations. And Darwin's theory provides no way out of this fix. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, this is Bill Carl. The Bill Bunkley Show continues in just a moment. Get out of the summer heat in Tampa Bay and head to Europe for the Reformation Tour and River Cruise with Alistair Begg, July 31st through August 12th, visiting Prague, Budapest, and, of course, Wittenberg, where the Protestant Reformation begins. Details at letstalkfaith.com. This is AM 880. Yo. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right. Uh, I've, I've got so many stories I wanted to uh, get to today, and uh, we're not even we're not even halfway through. Uh, yesterday, uh, some of the big big news was the Supreme Court decision. The Supreme Court ruled 7-2 to two in favor of Jack Phillips, the uh, Colorado baker, who refused to make a wedding cake for a uh, same-sex couple. Uh, Jack Phillips has lost so much through this financially, been winding through the courts, racked up uh, legal bills, uh, had to lay off one report that I read this morning. In the last year or so, he's had to lay off over half of his staff in the bakery, uh, lost about 40% of his business. But here's a takeaway. Jack Phillips is one baker in one small family-owned bakery in Colorado. This is not a chain. It's not a big place. It's a small mom-and-pop local bakery like many of you have in your neighborhood. And yet, one man 
just one man standing on principle has made it all the way to the Supreme Court and has the Supreme Court of the United States rule in his favor. Don't ever forget that one person can make a difference. But you got to be willing to stand for truth. You got to have you got to have the cuts, guts. You you've got to have the courage to stand alone if necessary if what you're standing for is right. One person can make a difference. Now, the uh, same-sex couple that brought the charges against Jack Phillips released a statement And just to put all of this in context, I I want to read this to you because I think it's important. They released this statement. The two guys who came into the shop and asked Jack Phillips to make a a wedding cake for their same-sex ceremony. These two guys said, quote, We brought this case because no one should have to face the shame, embarrassment, and humiliation of being told We don't serve your kind here that we faced, and we will continue fighting until no one does. Now, here's the problem. They were never told, we don't serve your kind here. They were never told that. That is absolutely false. Jack Phillips, the baker, said, hey, you want to buy cookies? I don't care who buys cookies. You want to buy donuts? I don't care who buys donuts. Um, I will serve you, but if you ask me... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.